0: Now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins, and it's time for Critical Thinking. Paul Pelosi got hammered for real. Elon Musk needs a Twitter management course, and did you know, Pat, there are 54 states in the United States of America? All of that happened no. this weekend and so much more coming your way here on critical thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins.
1: He's Patrick Oni <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm already done. I'm already done for today. I, we're, it's over. It's done. It, it This weekend was crazy. That's all you need to know. See you later. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no.
0: No, no, Pat. no, we can't, but, we can't do that. Um, but, yes, Paul Pelosi did get hammered, like, like actually hammered. Wait a minute. After getting hammered. Hammered or plowed? I see what you did there. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, did he go full Lindsey Graham? I mean, I think only Lindsey Graham can answer that question.
0: But, yes, yeah, so after, after, what, two weeks after being... Um, or put into some diversion program or whatever the hell, pleading guilty to a DUI. Paul Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, the third in line for the presidency's husband, right? Nancy Pelosi's husband. Right. uh, Was attacked with his own hammer inside his own house at like 2.30 in the morning. Friday night going into Saturday. By a was wait it, for was this, it, a wait for this, bat, an alleged former member or current member or whatever the hell's going on, a mm-hmm. Castro
1: nudist. So I have a question. Was it, was it really, given the information there, was it really his own hammer or was it the other dude's hammer?
0: Again, I see what you're trying to do there. According to police, it was his own hammer. How much did they? Pay I didn't the say police his own to tool.
1: I said his own <laughs> hammer. <laughs> but but how much are they paying the police to say that exactly? I'm just curious. I have a lot of questions surrounding this whole thing. But if you didn't, if you
0: were like totally checked out and you're just tuning back in or checking back into society. Yes, on Friday night into Saturday morning, Paul Pelosi was allegedly attacked um, by a 42-year-old man um, who, if you listen to the 911 tape, right, um, he didn't know who this person was. And then three seconds later, knew exactly who this person was, called him David, and, and spoke about how he was an unwanted guest in the house. And he was being attacked with a hammer. Now, the only thing that we know to be 100% true in any of this is that there was a man named David in the house. We're not going to use his last name because I don't think it's that important. Uh, And more importantly, this dude seems like he's absolutely batshit crazy. Um, In the house, and Paul Pelosi was physically attacked with a hammer. So much so that he actually had to have surgery that night to repair a fractured skull. So, that's about the only thing that we know to be 100% true. And even then, can I verify that this was a skull fracture? Yes. Yes, we can. That That is verified. Um... How does this stuff keep happening to Paul Pelosi is what I want to know, Pat.
1: Also just let's just go with the premise that this guy actually attacked Paul Pelosi, the the wee hours of the night of Mm -hmm. Friday night, Saturday morning. Let's just go with that premise for just two seconds. Sure. You were third in line for the presidency being Nancy Pelosi, right? Mm -hmm. You're the speaker of the house. Where's your security in all of this? That's a very
0: good question because there's another question about this entire story in which the police in their report alleged that somebody actually answered when they knocked on the door, right? Because they didn't go in the back or any of that sort of weird stuff. They would have had to have a warrant. They didn't need it because this was a welfare check. Allegedly, um, there was a lot of questions as to who actually called the police uh, to get them there. You know, all this weird stuff. And I don't want to go down the conspiracy theory road necessarily here, but something is fishy, okay? Something is weird about this entire incident because there's an alleged third person here. The police report is very vague. It basically says we knocked on the door and somebody let us in. Who the huh? hell's the somebody because somebody right the first police 101 you identify that somebody in your police report you know who right. that individual is you you detain that individual you make sure that they don't leave the premises you get that individual's information and you put their name in the police report right you put their name maybe their occupation or why they were there whatever have you, into that. Are we to suggest that Paul Pelosi was the person who answered the door? Could it it have been? Could it have been? Sure. But then also, if he had a fractured skull, how the hell was he actually answering the door? Was he just that hammered drunk that he didn't realize Mm -hmm. he had a fractured skull and and then answered Mm -hmm. the door? But even if that was the case, wouldn't they have identified Paul Pelosi as the person who like this is how if knowing police work right and knowing how these reports are written having been a a grandson to a captain in a sheriff's department <clears throat> it is very simple you write it up as this <clears throat> we knocked on the door alleged victim answered the door that's that's how you identify the person you don't even have to use their name you can right. just say alleged victim answered the door, let us into the house. We identified the the victim. We then proceeded to sweep the house, found the alleged perpetrator, found the weapon, yada, 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 yada. You go through all of that. Who the hell was the somebody that let them into the house? And, and, and this is the problem that I have. This could easily just be shoddy police work, stupid police work, right? hmm but it lends itself to when you add up all of the mysteries that go into this. What the hell is a 42-year-old man <clears throat> doing in the house at 2.30 in the morning? He didn't break in. There were no windows broken. There were no door, doors kicked in. No nothing. How the hell did that well, happen, Pat?
1: I read somewhere that supposedly this is a guy that knocked on the door and had to use the bathroom.
0: Uh, <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm, sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. So so here's my question. Why is Paul Pelosi answering the door and not that's
0: security, somebody, right?
1: Right. The, the security of some kind. Why, why? Why is that happening? If that's the case. Furthermore, why was Paul Pelosi? And this is I actually saw this. I, I, I've been trying to verify this part of it. Why was Paul Pelosi not fully dressed? Yeah, that's actually in the police report. I believed,
0: I believe that they found the victim not naked, but not fully clothed.
1: Right, and didn't they also find this other guy not fully clothed? Again,
0: he is a Castro nudist, so yes, right. <laughs> an alleged Castro nudist from Berkeley, okay, California. So,
1: okay, so so whoa 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 mm-hmm. whoa. You've got you've got uh, Paul Pelosi that's not fully dressed. You've got this guy that is a a Castro nudist. Are we sure for for two seconds here, are we sure Paul Pelosi isn't uh, swinging for the other team? So this is the part that th- there. I
0: hate going down conspiracy theory roads, right? I really do. Yeah. But I'm trying to critically think through how do you have all of these just coincidences, right? Right. And in, in what I'm talking about is, number one, again, there's a somebody who answers the door. Okay, if that somebody is some the somebody who is working for the the Pelosi's, right? If that's the house manager, if that is the the security guard that's on duty, right? Okay, gotcha. That means that the that Paul Pelosi had to have walked into the house with this individual, because the security person or the house manager would never have let somebody in off the street just to go to the bathroom. Right? There's no that way never, that never happens. That that's a negatory.
1: OK, also going to happen, you, you would also think that Paul Pelosi would be coached to not do something like that for security reasons, given the fact that your wife is the Speaker of the House and third in line for the presidency. You would think that that right. would you be would a think fit. a
0: lot of things, but you would be surprised how stupid people are. But even beyond that, Pat, so you got that <clears throat> we're, we're going to have to we're going to have to jump over the hurdle of logic, right? Right. So that's the first hurdle, the first logical hurdle in the alleged story that we're supposed to believe. Right, that this was just a random attack, that um, that the the individual was, you know, some weird nut job just randomly attacking Paul Pelosi. Right. We have to jump over the first hurdle of he was let into the house without Paul Pelosi knowing. That would be the height of incompetence. Is it possible that that's the answer? Sure. Sure. I guess. I guess that is a possibility. But it's not the logical possibility. Because it's either they would have Secret Service protection at the house, right? Right. Usually that just follows Nancy and she wasn't there. They have a billion dollar enterprise together right her and and paul or we hundreds of millions of dollars period right? mm-hmm. they would have security period amen at that house and and sometimes that security is just a house manager right somebody who takes care of the home okay so again how did we get the the first hurdle has to be how the hell did this individual get into the home there is no sign of forced entry. There are no signs of anything according to the police. He was led into the home one way or the other by either incompetence or Paul Pelosi's proclivities, shall we say. Because we I also mean, have to go back to the DUI incident mm-hmm. because the other allegation in the DUI incident is that the original police report noted that Paul Pelosi was in a car with another individual. There was a second individual. When you look at the the body cam footage, you note that there's another individual involved who happens to be a younger man, probably 30 to 40 years younger than Paul Pelosi, because most people are 40 years younger than Paul Pelosi. Okay. Okay. So so now we got that hurdle, right? He's in the home some way, somehow, right? Right. The second hurdle that you have to get over is the coded language in which Paul Pelosi speaks to the, um, the dispatcher on the 911 tape, right? It is the closeted code language that gets used often, right? A unidentified man is in the home. Then it's a friend whose name is blank in that the coded language is that they're either in an uncomfortable situation or in a situation that they don't want other people to know about. Okay. That's the way that Paul Pelosi speaks. How do we go in less than 30 seconds from, I don't know who the hell this is to literally being able to name the guy without the guy telling you his name. How does that happen? You just randomly guessed a David. No, it is. That's a common name. But why not a John? Why not a Dick? Why not a Harry? Right.
1: Um, why not a Tom? I mean, I, I mean, I guess if you're hit, if you have a skull fracture, I mean, could could you possibly <clears throat> be a little delirious and just be saying random crap? Is that, but just, just, just. Throwing out a possibility. Did you listen to the
0: tape? Did you listen to it? I I didn't listen to the tape, no. Okay. There is very clear that he knows what the hell's going on.
1: He's not delirious. He's not
0: incoherent in any way, shape, Mm. or form. He knows exactly what's happening here. Secondly, we know that Paul Pelosi and this individual allegedly had a fight involving the weapon. What we all so what we don't know is who attacked whom? Who who started the attack? We don't know. May I suggest humbly, Pat, that David didn't kill himself, hashtag. It's coming very soon. Yes. Because, because, again, while this guy has a history of being a whack job, right, Mm. he's that kind of a loose cannon that uh, you need to tie that loose end very tight, if you will. Right. Yep. If you're if you're the Pelosi's, this is the individual you don't want speaking, because you think he's unafraid to tell the truth here. Probably not. No way, no how. Because he don't not care. With what he can get out of it. So the, so again, we're 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 having to jump over the hurdle of, of, you don't know the individual, but you know the individual's name. In less than thirty seconds. I'm I'm expected based off of the story that the the Pelosi's and the DA are telling us, right? That this is a random attack, a random individual in a random home, it could have been anybody. It just so happened to be Paul Pelosi in the news for the third time in like a year, right? Right. Just random, totally freaking random. He could have picked any of the row homes or any of the homes in that neighborhood, right? The Mm -hmm. multi-million dollar homes. He just so happened. And then the other thing that we're allegedly told is that he said, where's Nancy? That's never been verified, right? So there's the third logical hurdle in this entire story. Well, it's very clear he was using this as a political attack because he said, where's Nancy? Not once on the 911 tape, because that 911 call stays until the police get there. Okay? Not once in that tape do we hear him say, where's Nancy? Not once is that mentioned in the police report when they talk to the individual. Not once in any interview does this individual mention Nancy
1: Pelosi. Yet somehow we're supposed to believe that this was a Republican attack. And that's the I want to I I want to touch on that in a little bit.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. Pat? But I want to I want to wrap a bow on the logical hurdles that we have to overcome to believe the story that we're being fed, right? And that mm-hmm. that third bow is part and parcel of the story that we're going to or or the the other thing that we're going to talk about here. But whether or not the Dems use this as a political ploy, right? Whether or not this is something that they choose to eventually use as a cudgel, right? The third logical hurdle that we're supposed to believe about the story that was fed to us on on Saturday and Sunday about how this took place and what was going down is that this was politically motivated, right? I can't jump over any of these hurdles to make any sort of logical sense out of this. Like, if I try to reverse engineer the story, right? Huh? How, How does any of this happen? This entire thing stinks. Now, I don't wish ill upon Paul Pelosi. I am glad that he's okay. I hope he makes a full recovery. But beyond that, what is what is rule number one on this show, Pat? Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Right. Okay? Rule number one. That's all I ask of you. In fact, if you do do that, right? It's very if you are if you are the individual that likes to to pee on somebody's leg, not literally but figuratively, in in logic and in reason and in storytelling. If you're that individual who likes to pee on somebody's leg and then tell them it's raining, you're likely not in my circle. Okay. Look, you like I can BS and have fun with the best of them, as you know, Pat. But you can't bullshit a bullshitter, right? Like, you're not gonna. No. 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 No, you, you, no. We're not gonna do that. And in this particular case, what is the. Especially because we've been told by the Democratic Party, right, forever that. Especially, I shouldn't say forever, but at least for the last 10 years, right? That you should be out and proud to be gay. Right. There's right. nothing wrong with alternative lifestyles. There's nothing wrong with having a wife and a dude on the side. Right. We've been told right. that there's nothing wrong with that. So what the hell would they have to hide here? That That's the ultimate logical fallacy that I'm trying to figure out is these are the people who've told us for better part of how many years now? Right. Decade that. You shouldn't be afraid? What does Paul Pelosi have to hide? <clears throat> what does Nancy Pelosi have to hide? Now, I would suggest this. Um, it would follow suit with her, shall we say, um, devout Catholicism, right? That's probably part and parcel of this, right? Is that, uh-oh, just like her stance on abortion her stance on communion and her stance on... All sorts of things. And it's one of the things that separates a Catholic from a Protestant, is the belief in the Eucharist being what, Pat? The embodiment of the blood and Christ, or the blood and body of Jesus Christ. It is the Mm -hmm. embodiment of that. She probably doesn't believe that either, in which case, are you Catholic, bro? And so I look at that I look at it from that this perspective given her not just her stature but given her cudgeled use of catholicism is that that th- that is exactly why this story is being hidden right that's why they're they're trying to spin this story because she couldn't possibly use that as the cudgel anymore because she lives an absolutely broken life at that point, right? The the jig is up. But again, I've been told by Nancy Pelosi to be out and proud, right? She's gone on RuPaul's Drake show. She's been, you know, an ally to transgendered movement and this and that, right? So so what would it matter if the story was that Paul Pelosi was um having fun with other dudes? What would be wrong with that in, in, in her societal structure? She is telling us there's supposedly supposedly nothing wrong with that. Why do you need to hide it? Right? In in her worldview, in the worldview she has portrayed to the rest of us. Here's why, Pat. Because it's all smoke and mirrors with her. There's nothing true, honest, right, or righteous about Nancy Pelosi. Nothing. She is a political robot. And she is an absolute bullshitter. Not even the fun kind, right? The guy that likes to tell stories and, uh, or the girl that likes to tell stories and have fun and, you know, joke around. No. She literally just bullshits. And this would be absolutely the height of her bullshit. Telling everybody that they need to be out and proud and I'm an ally to the gay, lesbian, you know, whatever alphabet soup you need to put on it. Crowd. And yet her husband can't be out. Okay, so your husband's bi. Or, more importantly, your husband, you know, is actually gay and has been for a very long time. And... You're just keeping up appearances. So you've been living a lie the entire time. Well, okay, but again, your worldview says that there's nothing to be ashamed of. What the hell do you have to hide here? I, I don't understand the instantaneous there's stuff to hide. And again, I'm not one to want to go down the conspiracy theory road, but I'm one to take a look at the story that has been told to us versus what actually took place, like the things that we can actually see, hear, and verify, right? And the things that we were supposedly told don't pass the smell test in any way, shape, or form, none of them, which leads me to what the hell are they hiding? And why? Why, why, is, why is there something that needs to be hidden here? Also, how the hell is an 82-year-old man up at 2.30 in the morning other than needing to go to the bathroom again for the third time throughout the night, right?
1: Great question.
0: I, I, like on That's an honest-to-God question. How the hell does 82-year-old Paul Pelosi uh, be up alert and with it at 2.30 in the morning?
1: Um, I'm 33, and I'm generally not up that that late at night.
0: Yeah. Uh, May I suggest that there's uh, some
1: thing wrong? You've seen the show How I Met Your Mother, right? Uh, Yes. Do you remember the episode where Ted says nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m.? So, yes. Mm -hmm. My grandfather
0: told us growing up Quite literally, nothing good happens after midnight. I mean, that, that that's true, too. So. But especially after 2 a.m., nothing good. Nothing good comes of that. And I could tell you a few crazy ass stories from my own life about that. <laughs> right. Um, but I just. Because I'm also drawing from my own personal experience, because I had a story involving um, driving home from the bars at at or around bar close, right? I'm at a stoplight, downtown Green Bay, Wisconsin, at a stoplight, forgot that my car door was unlocked, had two random girls get into the car. (laughs) Right? So... If I like, I'm trying to think through this the story through that lens too, Pat. Right now, yeah. me being the decent and honorable individual that I am, we were at a stoplight. I, I needed to go, so I took them home, brought them to the place that they were staying at, and Ooh. dropped them off. Then went home. I got them home and my cell phone. Do you know how many ways from Sunday that could have gone wrong? Right. Many, 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 many. many. I could have yeah. dropped them off and, uh, and the boyfriend would have been ready to murder me because what the hell's going on? Right. um, I, I They could have been there to rob me this, that, or the other thing. Right. I mean, so I'm thinking probably. through that lens, right, Pat? Like, mm-hmm. huh? How the hell did that happen? Right. How, what the hell's going on here? Right. So I'm thinking through that lens of, how the hell does Paul, this happen to Paul Pelosi? And and can we believe just the 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 story
1: that's being told to us?
0: No, we can't.
1: No, can't. There, there's too many questions. There are too many questions that that go with this.
0: Now, the thing that we haven't dealt with right now, or as of yet, is the reaction of the Democratic Party and its power brokers, if you will. Right? Mm-hmm. The instantaneous. Knee jerk reaction is Republicans. What? And then it's also we don't do these things. We don't commit political violence.
1: Well, who says this anything has had anything to do with political violence?
0: Right. The instantaneous knee jerk reaction is that this is political violence in, in the Republicans and, and right wing extremism. They're so desperate to tie that that noose around the neck of the GOP that they don't even bother to wait for facts to come out. Now, here's a great example, though, Pat. On the flip side of this, when a avowed socialist Bernie Sanders loving individual went to the Republican softball, um, pra- or baseball practice, right? Before the mm-hmm. congressional baseball game and decided to shoot the place up. Did we immediately suggest that this was a left-wing loon? No, we waited oh. for facts. Now the facts came very quickly because the person was quickly identified and detained eventually, Right. And we were able mm. to ascertain this has got to be politics because it was only politically motivated and he told you that. Okay. So don't give me the the only right-wing extremists commit political violence bullshit.
1: It, question here. Is it possible? Is it possible that the reason why they were so quick to wrap up this investigation. And the reason why they are keeping it pretty under wraps of what really happened is so that they could but try to use this as a political cudgel for the upcoming election and going forward. Is, is that, is that well, it's exactly what they were trying to do
0: here? It's 100% what they were trying to do. And Mm. the hope is that this is that October surprise that changes the game and that tsunami that appears to be coming on a state and national level for the Democratic Party, right? They're about to be swallowed up by something that none of us, I think, would ever have thought of. I mean, we're talking about Oregon, Pat, right? Mm -hmm. Oregon. In my entire life, Pat, has never had a Republican governor. My entire life. I would have had to have been born, I think, a year ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And even then, I still wouldn't have because technically that election year, it would have happened after my birthday or before my birthday, like a couple Mm -hmm. of days. Well, maybe a day before my birthday. So I technically wouldn't have been alive to have seen that still in office we're we're talking about all of these things that are coming up right Mm. so how do you change the game you have Kathy Hochul declaring herself an underdog right you've got Gretchen Whitmer standing next to Randy Weingarten reminding people how stupid her lockdown policies were and how um and, and trying to make the case that um they're Pro-family and pro-freedom. But the two biggest people in the state of Michigan that wanted to keep lockdowns going for evs and schools, y'all, were whom? Gretchen Whitmer and the head of the teachers' union. Hmm. Gee. You know, and I wrote this down prior to coming on AirPad, but have... I have never seen a political party make a worse closing argument for electing them than the Democrats this year. I have never seen it elect I us mean, because I'm an underdog, and uh, John Fetterman is totally sane, and also in, in the Inflation Reduction Act, and da 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 da. da, da right, right and and we only kept their schools closed for 3 months except for that's demonstrably false and every single parent in the state of Michigan knows that right right i just and the violence on the new york subway system is is uh it's it's actually down yeah. and it's not that bad right. right 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 you know just you just have to accept a few people being um attacked and and thrown in front of trains you just have to accept it. It's just a, a fact of living in New York City.
1: I mean, if they were looking to use the Paul Pelosi story as, as some sort of political cudgel to to claim political violence and whatnot, if they if they were looking to do that. I don't know. First of all, there's too many questions that, that people are asking. Right. Right. I, I, and because of that, I don't know that people care enough about that story. To say, hey, this was political violence and, and to use it in terms of that narrative. I don't think I think that's going to end up backfiring on them more than anything.
0: Oh, 100 percent, because people are looking at this story through that lens, right? Like, OK, is right. this is really political. Oh, shit. This is yeah, there's, there's an not actually radical leaving. communist individual mm-hmm. who is batshit crazy. That that oh, man, that that narrative don't hold up, Right. Right. The The other part of this story, too, Pat, is um, that as we take a look at this, on the political violence front, right, do you really want to compare this to uh, the attempted assassination of, like, 30 members of Congress? Are we, do you want to go down that road? Do you want to play the, what, uh, yeah, but game? Yeah. I don't think you want to, because people are going to remember... The bombings of the weather under or January 6th. This is where they're going, right, Pat? If they can right. continue that January 6th extremist narrative, that's what they're. That's really what they're hanging their hats on. That and abortion. Like, I don't know how many college football games or or how much TV you watched this weekend between mm. the NFL and, and college football, but here in Illinois, I I, I counted at least a dozen different political ads from the left that mentioned abortion. Wow. And it's like, in a state that, what the hell are you attempting to do here? This is not the thing that you think it is that's going to motivate leftists to get out and vote. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is not right. this is not the motivating factor you think it is. And if that's what you're hanging your hat on here in Illinois, you have one of the weakest cases I have ever seen. It's that in the so-called workers' right amendment, amendment one, which is the only reason for me to go out and vote this time around here in the state. Yeah, we have a governor race, but the governor's race is going to, it ain't like the Republicans going to win that anytime soon. Um, But your case is give, give the government unions all the power, right? Right. And then abort all the babies. I don't think you're making the case that you think you're making. I, I, I've never seen a political party make a worse case to elect them, period. Like January sixth, you know how many, you know how few people give a shit about January sixth. The only times, even here in Illinois, that I've heard people talk about January 6th? In progressive Chicago. This many times. Squad douche. Zip zero zilch nada. And it's not because I run in Republican circles. Do you know how hard it is to run in a Republican circle or a Libertarian circle in freaking Chicago?
1: I mean, you would think that committee goes bye bye once the Republicans retake the house. hundred percent. Right, right.
0: But but what I'm saying is, okay, so what is the closing argument? January sixth, political violence abortion. Oh. In the Inflation Reduction Act, which actually doesn't do what you say it does, because that's always the case. And and more importantly, Pat. Remember how um the case is that uh, the Inflation Reduction Act is going to make sure that there's a baseline tax on all corporations that make a billion dollars, right? A billion dollar valuation or whatever of the corporation, right?
1: Mm.
0: Do you know how many corporations will actually qualify to to pay this tax? No. You can count them on your hands. And toes because there are 14 of them is that all so 14 corporations is what you're hanging your hat on to balance mm. the books of the inflation reduction. that 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 dog don't hunt um, nope no 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 just nope. just no and furthermore it actually doesn't even take effect until uh, January 1. If if this was the priority, right? Just we gotta we gotta hammer inflation, right? We gotta hammer it down. Then why does it take till January one? I, I I'm asking for a friend.
1: Why wouldn't you want to do that now?
0: Right. It's the worst mm-hmm. case ever. You know what? Just elect us because we gotta see. It's the Nancy Pelosi. We have to vote for it before we know what's in it, right? We have to, Mm -hmm. you have to vote for the Democrats in order for you to see the results of the Inflation Reduction Act.
1: Wait, what? Well, I mean, you got to hammer it down somehow. I see what you did.
0: You wrapped a bow on that story. And with Mm -hmm. that, Pat, um, it is time for us to play a little bit of the B or not the B. Are you ready?
1: Let's do it. You ready for today's headline?
0: Uh, about as ready as Paul Pelosi was to get hammered.
1: <laughs> the Washington Post ruining childhoods one holiday at a time. The Washington Post ruining childhoods one holiday at a time. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. While you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, Folks, if you haven't gone to coffeebrandcoffee.com yet, you really really need to. I want to tell you why. I woke up this morning, it was 55 degrees in my house because we didn't turn the heat on last night, okay? We're not in Europe, Pat. I I know, I know. We just we we, we live didn't in America. Last night. It, it was a nice day yesterday, we didn't need the heat on. It just we did okay. My point is this. They got some hot chocolate at CoffeeBrandCoffee.com. If you need to like, quickly warm yourself up a wee bit in the morning in a, in a cold house, that is a great way to go about it. Speaking from personal experience, by the way, um, in terms of hot chocolate, they've I believe they only have three different flavors over there right now. They got the velvet chocolate, the, the salted caramel, and the marshmallow blend. Um, I have the marshmallow and the the velvet chocolate. The velvet chocolate is pretty good. Um, I'm going to be trying the marshmallow here later this morning. So um, looking forward to that. They've also got, you know, your coffees and stuff too. They've got tea. They've got um, all sorts of great stuff over there. They've got some seasonal flavors over there that you can check out. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout and get 5% off your purchase today. That's Coffee Brand Coffee. Dot com Use the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout, and get five percent off your purchase today. And by the way, no politics, what so freaking ever?
0: Yeah, a hundred percent no politics with your coffee. Love it, right? Just really
1: good coffee, really good small batch coffee. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, um, the Washington Post. Ruining childhoods one holiday at a time. Is this the bee or not the bee, Andrew Cuppins? Your answer. Well, today is Halloween, and your
0: costume is very scary, Pat. Um, so I'm going to go with this being not the be, because the Washington Post is the Karens of Karens. They hired and keep hiring and keep Taylor freaking Lorenz on staff. So, yes, they're going to ruin every single holiday
1: until the end of time. I mean, you, you, can they just change it from the Washington Post to the Karen Post? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, you, you are correct. versus die not- in the darkness. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, if you thought your social betters would give their incessant moral lecturing a momentary rest for a treasured childhood holiday, you thought wrong. Case in point, Washington Post writer Allison... I'm going to guess you say her name is Chew answering the question. No one asked, how can you make more socially conscious Halloween candy choices? Imagine oh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. I, th-
0: I swear to God, they were going down the cultural appropriation of costumes. Now, now no more, is that, is that two ten years ago for the, the probably. woke set? probably. And now now candy is problematic? Yeah. By the um, way, um the uh there's an actually really really good idea out there. Have yeah. you heard of the teal pumpkin, Pat? No. So, it started here in Illinois. There's a campaign uh, for people who have food allergies. Mm. Um to uh, the, there's a teal pumpkin that will be set out and that teal pumpkin will have like non-food gifts, in it, oh. um, for those who have food allergies. Hmm. I like that. Yes. That's a really smart idea. But notice that it's an alternative to regular candy, right? Not a, right. not a. We're not going to give out regular
1: candy. You and you also get to be inclusive at the same time. So. Um. Imagine all the families out there staying awake at night, wondering how they will ever be able to make more socially conscious Halloween candy choices.
0: Now, what exactly would be a socially conscious Halloween candy choice, Pat? Please well, pray tell the Washington Post tells us what it is.
1: Just I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, so uh, there's that. And, you know, pay the heating bill. Uh, hey, put on a sweater. We've got a planet to save. You see, chocolate, possibly the most popular candy choice of all, is, well, problematic. Chocolate, a fixture of Halloween, can have serious environmental and climate and social impacts. Environmental, climate, and social impacts. That's the coveted trifecta of virtue signaling. (coughs) While chocolate is a crowd pleaser, do you feel like you're being scolded? Because you're about to be scolded.
0: <clears throat>
1: Over here, in the back, in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew Coppins, uh, the critical thinking. You have a question?
0: <clears throat> <laughs> no, no. Seriously, just just go to hell. Not you. Yeah. Just this writer. Well, yeah, do, um, do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Go straight to hell.
1: Well, uh, the ubiquitous candy has some pretty close associations with two of the biggest environmental crises that we face right now and that's the climate crisis and the biodiversity crisis says john buchanan vice president of sustainable production for conservation international it gets worse no, no. as it turns out chocolate along with other candy candy usually comes wrapped wrapped What's There's, more? No, I'm just gonna stop you
0: right here. I I can't no. take any more of this. I just no, okay. I just I'm gonna I'm gonna take my laptop and smash it into pieces.
1: This is by the way effing ridiculous. Uh, just just a fun statistic for you. Um, Americans spent thirty six point nine billion dollars on candy in 2021. I got a feeling that's gonna come down a wee bit in 2022. Yeah, with lockdowns not
0: uh, in force and all that craziness, yeah, that that that's going to come down a little. Bit. Well, in inflation. No, that will mean the pr- that more will get spent. But I, I get what you're I get what you're going. I, I just mm. think that less people are going to be eating chocolate consuming. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, For yeah. instance, yeah. we haven't bought any Halloween candy at all.
1: Hmm.
0: Not not at all. I mean, now I might go did. do that tomorrow morning at uh, Target. By the way, pro tip uh go the next day
1: and then get the remaining candy at like 60 70 off yeah we we bought some the other night for the first time just for trick-or-treaters but yeah yeah
0: now that having been said pat uh um um do we talk elon musk or do we talk about um actually you know what you know who else had a really horrible, no good, very bad weekend and might be hammered?
1: Is The he, only explanation
0: okay. for this video, uh, it's the president of the United States of America,
1: mm.
0: who somehow in a 10-second clip managed to pull not one but two Bidenisms in 10 seconds. Mm. Are you ready? Mm. I'm ready.
1: And by the way, if they do, that means not a joke, everybody. That's why we were defeated in in 2018 when they tried to do it. We went to 54 states. (laughs) Okay. um, He's hammered, but I don't think that he's Paul Pelosi hammered. Very few people outside of Lindsey Graham are Paul Pelosi kind of hammered.
0: That having been said. At least, I'm going to put a positive spin on this, Pat. At least he is two states closer to reality than Barack Obama.
1: How is that possible? Because Barack Obama didn't have uh, dementia issues or cognitive issues. Yeah, 56 versus
0: 54 states. Also, notice him just stumble over his words. And then use the, this isn't a joke. I'm not kidding. uh, Not not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. What the absolute hell are we talking about? Now, this also came at the same speech. I believe at the Pennsylvania Democratic uh, uh, situation, right? Um, (laughs) He wanted to tell us, because I mentioned this earlier, about the uh, corporations and the Inflation Reduction Act. He told one of the biggest lies ever told by a politician. Even Twitter had to fact check him. That's how bad it is. Ugh. He tweeted out and then repeated this lie on the stage in Pennsylvania. Let me give you the facts. In 2020, 55 corporations made $40 billion and they paid zero in federal taxes. My Inflation Reduction Act puts an end to this. That's not true because the Inflation Reduction Act imposed a minimum tax on corporations with average. Re tax earnings greater than a billion dollars. Again, the Washington Post. Out of the 55 corporations the tweet references, only 14 had earnings greater than 1 billion and would be eligible under Biden's tax law. Hmm. Can we just say this, though? Hmm. Immediately after Elon Musk officially buying Twitter, we get an actual
1: liberal fact check. Um, how does that happen? I mean, he he's he hasn't been he hasn't taken over Twitter for even a week yet, and that's already happening.
0: The Congressional Budget Office, not only that, Pat, but the Congressional Budget Budget Office, the quote unquote independent scorer of all these bills, right? Mm. Even they come out and say that the proposals effect on inflation is negligible at best negligible I mean there's this isn't even like old school like fudging around reality right or or the old school political trick of taking a a vote that was or taking something that was in a bill as, like, the hidden part of that bill and then using it as the cudgel in a political attack ad, right? This isn't even that. This is just straight-up false. Like, this isn't even close to true. Like, this is verifiably false. Like, it doesn't take a genius. It doesn't take hardly any time to to figure this out. Like, you don't have to go searching through the the weeds of a bill, right? The the 2,000 pages of that tax bill, right? You don't have to go searching This is literally in front of your face. Again, I have never seen a party make a worse case for itself than the Democrats are doing right now. Never. In my entire life. Hey, America, we want to gaslight you. Vote for us. And with that, Pat, any final thoughts on today's show? Because I just can't take it. It's only Monday
1: don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And what in the Epstein Island is going on with Paul Pelosi? Wait, 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 didn't you just say that at the beginning of the show and
0: this was all a dream? Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547.